Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Friends, our second scripture lesson for today, if you would like to follow along in the insert or in your pew Bible, comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 3, verses 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 39 to 45. Let us listen now to God's holy word. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. And holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors to Abraham, to his descendants forever. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Paradox is not a word you would expect to hear on a Sunday that closes out our Advent journey. Yet paradox or paradoxes is precisely what we find in our reading for today as Mary celebrates with Elizabeth. Now let's be real and say that we aren't good with paradoxes. That we aren't always good with holding contradictory ideas together as human beings. Especially, especially when our minds are weary and tired. In these complexities, however, is where we will find the gift of Advent love. And indeed, this love that we unwrap is one of the most complicated feelings our hearts will ever carry. If we can learn to hold two seemingly opposing forces in our hearts, we'll discover that new realities become possible. And instead of living in a world of either or the pathway of both and opens up before us. 
If we pay attention, we would realize that Mary herself is a living paradox. In a world where men played the role of savior as hero as conqueror, Mary, an unwed woman of really no social standing, is the voice for God's triumphant plan to turn the world on its head. I sometimes think that people in the ancient world were better at holding these contradictory ideas in their hearts and minds because it seems like it is something of a lost art, something that we've lost hold of in our world today. So often we're told that you must buy into either Camp A or Camp B. You can't have both. There's no one between. We're told you either have to be a Republican or a Democrat. There's no one between. And going outside those lines makes you some kind of anomaly. We're told you either have to be happy or sad. That you can't be both. There's no room for both. So at the end of the day, we're left with fragmented notions of who we are. Fragmented notions that appear to have strayed very far from what God first told us through the brave voice of Mary. Is it no wonder, though, that love is so hard to feel on this fourth Sunday of Advent where we remember love? How can our hearts feel love when they've been captured by the notion that the only way that that the only way to work and move in our world, when we're told that there's no room for alternatives, no room for paradoxes, there are only two options for us to choose. When we're told that, is it really hard to believe that we've lost sight of how we can love? The practice of holding complex emotions, complex thoughts and beliefs is a spiritual practice we must reclaim. And if we can reclaim it, our hearts will open up, as I said, to the numerous pathways of God that God has set before us in cultivating this understanding that leads to, that leads to a wider love. If you've been following along with our Wednesday reflections, this scene might sound familiar. We've been using a book called Reflections for a Weary World by Kathy Escobar. And in this book, she writes, we can remember that God is paradoxical. We are paradoxical. Life is paradoxical. All kinds of contradictory things can exist in the same place at the same time. None discounting the other, none needing to squeeze out the other, none needing to be prayed out. Instead, our prayer can focus on gaining strength, courage, wisdom, and hope to hold it all. In the midst of contradictory ideas, we find a spark of hope in this song of Mary, who places before us the gift of God incarnate. As we read these words of Mary, we are reminded of how God is continually transforming the world around us and transforming our hearts. 
it's not always going to make sense. It's not always going to be easy. That might be a given. But it will provide us with opportunities to lean hard into a faith that is founded on something much greater than our own hearts. A force, a divine force that can hold all things together. For later, as the Apostle Paul reminds us, that nothing in life or in death can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the already and not yet that we find in our reading for today. The already and not yet grace of God that is sanctifying the ground beneath our feet. Perhaps this paradoxical mystery of already and not yet, things that are but haven't happened yet, perhaps this mystery is what we need to wrap our heads around first in order to take the steps needed to embrace this spiritual practice. Funny enough, there are already thousands of people who partake of this journey of embracing this paradox. Now, as much as I harp on them, I will praise them this one time. Surprisingly, those Hallmark and Netflix movies are good for something. Their formulaic nature allows us to embrace the dynamic aspect of things that we know will happen Because if you've watched those movies, you know what's going to happen within the first minute. It allows us to embrace the things of what will happen, but have not yet happened. If we can find enjoyment in the multitude of holiday movies that enable us to, funny enough, enjoy this paradox, then maybe there's a chance for us to exercise our hearts this year to learn to hold together the already and not yet promises of God, to hold together the joyful and the sorrowful, to hold together the peaceful and the chaotic, the mundane and the divine. As we draw to an end of another Advent season, I pray that we approach the canticle of Mary with a new sense of wonderment and awe, That this year, when our bodies are tired, when our souls are achy, when our hearts are longing, we can hear the voice of a newborn baby crying out a song of hope that ties together all our mixed bag of feelings. The world is turning. And with it, we find that we will grapple with the realities and feelings that are difficult to comprehend. This Advent season, may the Christ child who scatters the proud, lifts up the lowly, gives the poor good things to eat, and turn away the powerful, show us this Advent and Christmas season the miracle of paradox. The opening of ourselves to a world that exists beyond the constraining binaries that have held us prisoner for far too long. Friends, may we lean into hope, faith, and love this season as our hearts hold together what they have been longing for. Amen.
Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.